You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Welcome back to Cosplay Confidential. I'm your host, Kiki, and I'm here with our co-host, Sean. Hello, hello. How are we doing? Grand. Just fine and dandy. Um, so we are in our first recording block of 2020, Ooh. and it's very exciting. Um, but unfortunately, we are without Will again this week because he is out sick. So we love you, Will, and we miss you. Um, but we do have an awesome guest with us on the phone today. Um, she's, you know, from everything that I've seen, she's completely blown up on the gram. Uh, Lauren from uh, Lauren Dragneel, welcome to the show. Hi. Hi. Um, so if you're following along, uh, if listeners are following along on Instagram, you can find her at Lauren underscore Dragneel on Instagram. So uh, is there any other place they can find you um, on social media where they could follow you? I have a Twitter I use sometimes. It's uh, Lauren Dragneel underscore at the end. Okay. Awesome. So... Uh, let's talk about the name. Where does the drag kneel in your name come from? So my favorite fandom when I first started cosplaying, and it's still my favorite fandom, is Fairy Tale. And the main villain of the show, Zerif, no one really knew this, but somehow, I don't know how I knew this, but I knew this. The um, main villain, Zerif, he his last name's drag kneel, like the main character, Nazi drag kneel. And I really love Zerif. So, and I don't want to use like my real name for anything because I'm like, because I don't want people like harassing my family or something, so I just use Dragneel as the last name. That's perfectly fair. Yep, absolutely. And you're right; it is a, it is a good last name. Why not? Um, so, how did you get started in cosplay? Um, I've always loved anime. I've been such a big geek um, since middle school. Me and my little sister, we used to um, sneak around my house because we weren't allowed to watch anything involving Japanese no anime at all and we used to sneak around this iPad and watch Tokyo Mew Mew on it and it was very difficult and eventually I went to my first con with a friend of mine and we made a cosplay at the last minute before the con because we didn't know we were supposed to cosplay and we thought it would be cool and I dressed up as Lucy Harfelia, and she dressed up as Virgo. So Lucy was your first cosplay? Yeah. And you, we, we saw you recently back in December, and that you, you were still doing Lucy then, weren't you? It's a goal of mine to do almost like every fairy tale <laughs> cosplay. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so s- since then, um, is what are your favorite cosplays that you've done? I do love um, fairy tale, but um, I do love Brandish from fairy tale and Urza. I'm really proud of those. And I do love doing Marinette and Ladybug. Ladybug, Ladybug. Yeah. Your Ladybug is really gorgeous. Thank you so much. I also love Chat Noir so much. Now, I'm understandably biased towards anything to do with Miraculous <laughs> Ladybug. That being said, I think your Ladybug is probably my favorite cosplay of yours just because you pull it off so well. Um, oh, thank you so much. Of course. One thing I wanted to ask about specifically was the mask that you used for Ladybug because I saw it and I wish that my mask for Chat Noir was as quality as your Ladybug mask is. Did you make that or did you um, buy it from somewhere? 
No, I have um, my friend um, Echo. He has his own shop. It's called Atlas Co. He's a prop maker, and I like make him make all my stuff. And he makes my masks for me, and most of my props. I'll like and my posts. I'll show like the tag of like where it's from. But um, if you see props, it's mostly probably going to be from Echo. Well, they did a fantastic job. Yeah, <clears throat> they are really good. Yeah. Um, so turning more towards the, um, towards, you know, the influencer side of social media and whatnot, uh, obviously since you've started cosplaying, you've grown uh, a very large following on Instagram specifically. Tell us about how that started and how that kind of came to be. Um, when I, I first started cosplaying online when I was 19 and I was always kind of shunned for my body. So it made me like want to like, you know, show more. Cause like I was told not to do this kind of stuff. So like, I was like, no, I want to. So, um, when I first started, I started to do like, kind of like not revealing, but like cleavage ish. And like that got like a lot of tension and like, it just kind of blew up. And I, I don't know how that worked. I don't know how I did this. You don't, you don't know how, how you did this. I really don't. <laughs> you know, I don't know why people are sticking around to this day. Uh, maybe because you're adorable. Um, so no, it's you know I I totally understand that coming from I don't know if this is overstepping a bound to say, but a somewhat rep- repressed background, and then yeah. just kind of veering off completely in the opposite direction, <laughs> like. <laughs> I, I I think I explained my personality and the way I am and the things that I do as, as very similar to that recently to, to someone. I said, well, you want to know the way I the, – the reason why I am the way I am is because I had ultra-repressed background. So I feel you no, hard on that. True. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so touching on uh, the content that you post because you mentioned that a lot of it started uh, by posting um, some – I don't like to use the term lewd, but also some like cleavage shots. I think that's the term of the day. Um, And you've been um, on the past few months on your page, you've been vocal about some of the difficulties that come with posting that content, specifically not only keeping it within Instagram guidelines, but even when it's within Instagram guidelines, it gets either flagged or taken down and you have to kind of manually go through the process of appealing that or kind of like, overly managing your content to where that can just be really overwhelming even when you're still kind of following the rules of the website. Can you tell us a bit bit more about uh, what that's been like? Oh, it's been really rough. When I first started cosplaying, I've like jumped in because I was was of age. I was 19. I'm like, I'm ready to like do loot. So I was like, ready to get started on that. And I was posting loots. I was blowing up. And then um, my one time, I've never posted anything that was against guidelines. I've read the guidelines like maybe five times, like thoroughly just to make sure never went against it. But um, on my first post, like I got one taken down. It was like my whole page got like shadow banned. I was removed from hashtags. Like my page just like kind of wasn't a halt. And I'm not really able to post lewd. I'm not even able to allowed to post myself in a bikini at the beach without it getting taken down it's kind of upsetting and then i work with brands they send me their product you know and like they see that they my loots do the best because that's what's gotten me this high i think and um 
they get taken down and it's like a brand deal. And like, I'm like, Oh shoot. Like that's supposed to stay up. And it's like really difficult for me to like grow. And I haven't grown since because um, I have people who are mass reporting me and I don't know quite who, but I have an idea of who and mm-hmm. what the Catholic community is like. So it's been bad to me lately. So do you think that's more so from your perspective, do you think that's more of a change in how the community is seeing these posts? Or do you think it's more so a change in how Instagram is policing them? Or is it both? Kind of both. Because I see um, other accounts, like these model accounts, and they like, um, so again, the guidelines for women, what they like are strict on, it says, like, no female nipple and no bare ass is like the main rules for Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I- these models doing all of that and their posts are up but i'm like small accounts compared to them and like i'm like being targeted and my stuff getting removed when it doesn't go against guidelines and i feel like i've messaged instagram so many times in the helpline being like you're removing my stuff that don't go against guidelines and against the guidelines is bullying and harassment which these people are doing to me and i've mentioned that to them and they've never gotten back to me and my stuff is just gone now i think a lot of that and you're definitely right that i think there's definitely some level of like unfair targeting kind of going on there i think you know cosplayers more and more have been seeing a lot of that especially on twitter where you will have instances where content that even is you know super tame and totally safe for work um that isn't even meant to be you know lewd in any way that a lot of that content gets taken down because of people that unfairly report it or just kind of mob flag it. Whereas you have legitimately hateful content on those sites, you know, white supremacy, racism, a lot of things like that. And they just kind of stay up because it, it whether it's from large followings on the site or whether it's um, people with the right amount of influence that manage to keep that content up, it's really kind of transparent to see how sites like Instagram and Twitter are kind of handling those complaints and those kinds of content. So it's really disparaging to see uh, creators like yourself kind of be targeted for the content that you're making when others aren't receiving the same treatment, uh, even if they should be when creators like you aren't. Right. And it's like you're saying, the people who are mass reporting your stuff, they're the ones who are really in violation of the Instagram standards. So it's a damn shame that that is happening to you. Yeah, it's been happening for, I think, two years, and I had to stay silent because if I, like, am vocal about something, then more people are going to probably want to do it because that happened to me with my patron one time because someone saw my content, and I'm like, I'm tired of people stealing it, and a bunch more people, like, went to go and steal it, and I was like, oh, I'm done talking about this issue. That's... That's, I don't understand people. I don't understand people at all. And that's, that's horrible. And I'm so sorry that happened and that has happened and continues to happen. Um, it's, it's almost like people think, oh, seeing this person in this outfit makes me feel a certain way. Therefore, it's a lewd. So, yeah. It's like that meme of the Hindenburg where it's like, unlike you, snowflakes, I'm not so easily triggered. And then it's like, why person online say this thing? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's 
kind of sad to see almost. But in light of that, and we have a lot of those difficulties, um, it's great to see that you're still creating a lot of the content that your fans are clearly uh, re- receptive to, whether it's fairy tale, miraculous ladybug, some of your uh, your other cosplays. Uh, I actually uh, your Wanda. Um, and it's awesome seeing that like that isn't stopping you from create uh, from creating the content um, that not only you want to make but that others like to see. Yeah. Um. Is there any kind of um? Is there any other fandom other than um fairy tale that like? Because I just saw your all of your spider universe pictures um is there any other kind of fandom that you would like to delve into that you haven't yet i do have a lot of fandoms i'm in those are just my two main is what i'm like always go for but i am obsessed with like romance animes like um maid sama boy in high school host club stuff like that like anything like i love it that's awesome yeah those are like and they're so like squishy and feel good. <laughs> I um I always wanted so um Oran High School Host Club was one of the first real animes that I got into way when I was when I first started cosplaying when I was like sixteen. Uh and I always wanted to cosplay Tanaki specifically. I just never got around to that and it's sad. That were one of the twins. Tanaki and the twins are my favorite. <laughs> I love them so much. Same. Um if you have you have you cosplayed from Host Club then, or not? Yet? I haven't. You but haven't. I'm. I want to maybe possibly do Honey or Haruhi. You would make a wonderful Honey. Oh, that would be. Precious. I feel like I could do Honey justice. You could do a really great Honey. That would be so precious. I want to uh-huh. cosplay a lot more pretty boys because I'm really. I've tried to do like sexy boy cosplays, and I just can't pull it off. I have like a baby face, but I wanted cosplay both boys and girls and i've done that before Girl, i've that, cross-dressed that is but i want to do pretty boys that is why the good lord created makeup yep yeah. i'm just bad at it <laughs> <laughs> it's okay i am too we all practice so we all got practice I'm bad at contouring especially so um yeah, we all got to practice something. Um, so that segue leads us into a nice segue to um, skills that you've picked up. What are some skills that you've picked up through uh, your years of cosplaying? I know how to sew now. Yay. I can't do props to save my life, though. You can't do what to save your life? Make props. Oh, make props. Okay. I have, like, three um, friends that um, make props that, like, got me on that, though. That's it's so good to have people around who are able to help you with things. It's it's really a blessing. Um, how about wigs? Because you have so many wigs. It seems like I have a lot of wigs. I style my own wigs. How how was that? How was that learning process? What was I'm not that really like sure. You? I just like kind of cut my wigs and like um hairspray and I, I when i make my wigs you know on anime they're like pokey and stuff i try to make them look kind of more like natural like if like if the anime character was like you know a human and like what it would actually look like kind of okay yeah no i i dig that i there's there's something to be said for like cartoon accurate aesthetic and then there's something to be said for hey if this were a real person what would they look like so i can I'm, dig that yeah, that's my vibe 
I noticed that with Ladybug specifically because in the show she has these very poofy bobs that kind of go out to either side of her head, whereas like with your Ladybug wig, it's more nat- natural like if Ladybug had those little buns in real life. Um, and it's not as like exaggerated or floofy, it, and it looks a lot more natural. Yeah, I think so too. I feel like with um, I feel like with a lot of cosplay skills specifically, and I can't speak for everybody, but with the three big kind of skills being sewing, craft and prop making, and wig styling, uh, I feel like a lot of it is an aspect of pick two to be really good at. And then one that you're not, I know for me, it's wig specifically. I can't style a wig to save my life, but I'm like pretty okay at like sewing and prop making. Um, whereas as you mentioned, the prop making um, isn't something that you've quite built up. Whereas like with the sewing and the wigs, that's something that you've been able to kind of develop and build. Um, and there are some that are maybe only good at one or they're like kind of good at one and okay at two more or like something like that. Yeah. I feel like the wig is the most important thing of the cosplay to me because the way, um, you know, the character, whoever they are, the wig matters the most because, like, I can be wearing any outfit, but the wig, like, kind of defines the character. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, you can glance at a face and know exactly who it is because of the wig. So that's oh, yeah. that's awesome. That's a great skill to have. Um, what are some... Uh, fun cosplay memories or convention and or convention memories that you've had? Like um, memories at convention? Yeah. Conventions or like any other time you've done a cosplay and maybe like something cool happened online or yeah, like, or, or at a convention. I personally enjoy just like meeting new people, seeing people's interests, finding um, fandoms that like, feel the same way as you because at school you didn't really get that no one if you watch anime you're like oh you're weird but nowadays it's like oh I'm cool because i watch anime and i'm like what where was i for this decade <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's so refreshing to meet people at conventions um and and just find that very it's a very specific to a specific way that you connect with them um so if you have a dream, what would your dream cosplay be? Like unlimited skill set or money, like anything. What would your dream cosplay be? My dream cosplay has actually been my dream cosplay since like I was a child. I've always wanted to do Rapunzel and I've actually ordered the dress um, months ago. But the person who I commissioned it from, because I was going to make it, but I wanted it to be so perfect. I commissioned it from a professional. It was supposed to be here a long time ago and she's like kind of being sketchy lately. But I just really want that dress. But I styled the wig already and I'm ready to cosplay her. But like, I'm just waiting on that dress. But that's my dream. That's, yeah, I can't wait to see that. That'll be gorgeous. It's going to be killer. Oh, thank you. I watched um, the original uh, Barbie version of Rapunzel. And then when Tangled came out, I just got more excited. She's been my favorite princess, like, of all time. I just love her so much. So are you going for the Barbie Rapunzel or the Disney Rapunzel? I like the Disney one. Yeah. Yeah. No, you've and you've got you've got great Disney eyes, if that makes sense. Cause you got, I do I think I do have big eyes. You you do have them big old eyes. <laughs> <laughs> it works really well. I don't even know what color my eyes are. They're really weird. Like 
I think they're mostly green and they like are greenish blue. And then some people say they they're gray and there's like yellow in it. And then I have a brown birthmark in my left eye. Oh, nice. They're really weird. Yeah. So you've got some interest eyes of interest. I don't know what I'm saying. Anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so uh, we just have a few more questions to wrap up. Um, but if, Oh, one thing that I know we need to ask. If you could give one piece of advice to someone just starting out in cosplay, what would you tell them? Don't do what the um, popular people are doing. Do what makes you happy because at the end of the day, it is your profile. It is your page. It's what you're doing. Don't try to please people. Please yourself. That's really solid advice. Mm -hmm. And, you know, because we can get caught up in, oh, what's the popular cosplay at the moment and what's going to get me the most views. Oh, yeah. I'm not Sorry. like that. I do what I want. And, like my friends, I've never seen Pokemon before in my life. My friends like, do a Pokemon group. And I'm like, I can't do something I don't know. Like, that's like not me, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Um, so if you could mash up any of your cos, any two of your cosplays into one cosplay what would you mash up hmm. what do you mean mash up like if i were to mash up like pam and ursula are my two big ones like if i if i could mash up pam and ursula i totally would i would have like pam in my ursula get up like with you know white hair with but like with the style like the pam bun and i'd have you know Instead of and, and I'd have like her still her HR dolphin and everything, but like with Ursula tentacles and stuff. So with like an HR contract to sign instead of the Ariel's voice contract. <laughs> so okay. like that kind of thing. So like you don't have to get as specific as as I just did, but like that's like you know if you'd mash up two characters, someone else um, last in our last episode, someone said they would put their character, one of their characters in the Kingdom Hearts sort of universe because they also do Kingdom Hearts cosplay. Okay, I'd probably use um, Lucy Hartfelia in Ichigo from Tokyo Mew Mew's outfit. A solid choice. Nice. I feel it'd be really cute because Lucy um, in the newest like episodes, she kind of turned into a magical girl and I really love magical girls. Mm -hmm. so I think Have you done Sailor Moon cosplays? I have. I want to do more. I love, I have a Sailor Moon tattoo and everything. Oh, nice. Ooh. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I've done Venus and Moon and I want to do Mercury next. Oh, that would be precious. I love uh, the lesbians. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, uh, oh, and our last little wild card question. If you could live in the universe, in the, in the world of any of your characters that you've cosplayed, um, whose world would you want to live in? Game of Thrones, Daenerys Targaryen. <laughs> last season doesn't count, though. That's true. Yeah, yeah the last season was hot, hot trash. <laughs> I just love that show so much. That's fair. I yeah. have wanted to get into it for a while, but I've never had the chance to, and now I'm worried that it's too late after the past two seasons. It's never too late. <laughs> it's never too late. But I have so much to get into. That's it's terrifying. Fine. It is a terrifying prospect. That's fine. Um, so to wrap up the episode then, uh, could you remind us once again where we can find you on social media? Uh, Lauren underscore Dragneel. 
I'm also on TikTok. I'm not proud of it, but. <laughs> uh, so Lauren underscore Dragneal at uh, Instagram, TikTok, and then you said you had a Twitter as well. And that's Lauren Dragneal Instagram or with the underscore after it, right? Yeah, someone took my at on Twitter and I was like, I think I added them at one point and like give it to me or something. And <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I got a reply. <laughs> Uh, it was like an abandoned account or something. Cowards. Like, my sister was like, just like give it to me. I was like, I sad. And yeah. then Kiki, where can we find oh, you oh, on the internet? Oh, well, you can find me on Instagram at Real Kiki Elise and Facebook, Kiki Elise Cosplay. You can find, uh, oh, and then I'm going to wait to, oh no I'll do that later um, uh, you can find Cosplay Confidential on Instagram at Cosplay Confidential and on Facebook Cosplay Confidential Podcast you can hear us uh, through Podcast Detroit on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts Spotify, yes yeah, Spotify SoundCloud and I think anywhere you can hear your favorite podcasts uh, and Sean, where can we find you? You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Magnitude Cosplay. That is all one word, no caps, no spaces. You can also find me on Twitter at Magnitude Cause without the play. Because he's all cause and no play. That is correct. That's the, <laughs> that's the running joke we have on the show is that only on Twitter am all cause and no play. I have a reasonable amount of play on Instagram and Facebook. Um, and for those of you listening into the show, we're launching uh, our new guest request form in 2020. So we will have Ooh. the link for uh, the Google form live on our Cosplay Confidential Instagram and Facebook pages uh, where if you want to submit yourself or somebody that you know and, and look up to to potentially be on Cosplay Confidential, you will now be able to do that via our handy dandy Google form. Yes. And if you are in the Detroit area and you feel like swinging on by the um, Sterling Heights area, um, you can catch us on February, Saturday, February 8th at Astronomicon, where Sean and I will be judging the children's cosplay contest. And one of our former guests, who's a good friend, um, Ashley from Disfusional Cosplay, she's a guest there and she will be judging uh, one of the judges for the adults uh, cosplay contest. So go check out Astronomicon. They've got a Facebook page and um, their website. Oh, why didn't I look it up in between episodes? That's wildly unprofessional of me. are you looking it up right now? I uh, guess I Great. am. Great. Uh, I feel like it's theastronomicon.com, but I it's, am double checking. It's either theastronomicon.com or astronomicon.com. Um, but it's a great little con. I've gone – it's it's third year running and uh, it's a fun little uh, sci-fi horror convention uh, up in Sterling Heights at the uh, convention center at Hotel and Convention Center. And it's it's just – it's so fun. And there's so many great supportive people there. And did you find it yet, Sean? I did. It is Astronomicon.com. I was wrong. And I was right. <laughs> so uh, Astronomicon.com to get your tickets um, and enter the cosplay contests. And hopefully you will see us there. We will definitely be there on Saturday. Yes. So lots of cool people. All right. Uh, so once again from Cosplay Confidential – I'm Kiki. I'm Sean. And who are you on the phone? I'm Lauren. Keep creating, inspiring, and sharing the love.